little ones and eights. Dear Darby, the 1991 Bulls, Chicago Bulls, are all gay. <laughs> Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman. What the fuck are you talking Michael about? Michael Jordan. Dear Diary, my vagina smells like pine. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Uh, uh, the, what the heck's it called? The um, Upright Citizens were Oh, okay, yeah. Do you want to read my diary? diary? <laughs> you That's right. My diary. diary? Oh, what made you think of that? I don't know. Uh, oh, by the way, Trash South Street. Do, 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 Trash South Street with. What's up? Nothing. It's the first real show. Of tw- well, not even the real show. First show of 2018. Yes, first show. So January yeah. 6th. Yep. Hopefully you'll have it up before you uh, go whoosh whoosh. Yeah, I'm going to try to uh, rush this one out. Cool, cool. It's 2018. It is it's during the super cold spell. Yes, it's been colder than a witch's boobay. So cold. The people who normally bitch about other people bitching on weather on Facebook aren't talking about it. <laughs> I know. I, I usually... Do, I, I, I can handle the cold. It's been, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's the next level cold. Yeah, I usually um, break the fourth wall. <sighs> when I exercise in the morning, mm-hmm. I usually just... I don't bother to... I, I might wear a jacket, but if I wear my exercise gear, I'll just walk over. Yeah. Uh, I didn't exercise today, and if I do it tomorrow, I might actually drive the 50 feet. <laughs> Yeah, it's too cold. Just put some, like, track pants on. I don't a, have any. Well, you need to buy some track pants. Yeah, well, you buy them before tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've been doing. I'll put on, like, track pants over my, like, workout, and then I'll have, like, a zip-up or a hoodie. Yeah. And I'll wear all that cool info that oh, <laughs> people well, need to know. So, anyway. My foot's feeling better. Oh, that's good. I, I probably could almost run, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be stupid, so I'm going to give it at least another week, and plus it's too damn cold out to run. Sorry. Uh, wow. So, all over the place, 2018, <laughs> exercise. Yeah. Do you have any um, New Year's resolutions, Lou? Yes, wanna, I do, actually. Do you want to talk about this now, or you want to talk about it later? Let's, um, well, that's something I want to talk about later, so we'll talk about this now. Okay. So, what are your New Year's resolutions? Well, first, let's cover old business. Okay. So, my two resolutions last year okay. were to Stop reduce my... No, well, you know, that's every year. Didn't happen. Yeah. Or a great kitty. <laughs> Shut up. To thin out my Netflix queue, mm-hmm. which I did, and to buy a piece of art. Oh, did you buy a piece of art? Yeah, not really. If you can't, so I bought a decorative table. Okay, But that, that was more, that's the table by... Oh, uh, that, that was a nice little table. So okay. that, I'm going to count that as a yes. So I said 100% on resolutions. That's good. Did you make any resolutions last year? Um, I always do, and then I don't remember. Um, um, I made some resolutions this year. Right. I want to try to still to keep positive, keep the PMA the, up. All right. I want to stop drinking so damn much. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a booze hound at times, yeah. and uh, I got to just reel it in and stop pretending I'm a 19-year-old college kid. Yes. Yeah. And I want to do something like out of my comfort, comfort zone uh, fitness-wise. Oh. I might try... <clears throat> A, the the Philadelphia Rock Gym mm-hmm. to do was rock one of those climbing. climbing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Mark got me a gift card, so I'm kind of interested in I think doing that. There's one in Oaks, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there's one right by the old Gold's Gym. Yeah. Or I'll try like a CrossFit something. Everyone's like, ooh, CrossFit. Mm. Like I, I'm not gonna be one of those people, you know, doing the CrossFit Olympics or whatever. But yeah. I I just want to try something different and get a little out of my comfort zone. That's about it. Here are my resolutions. One. Yeah. I want to buy a Best of Fleetwood Mac. I think I have one if you want. No, I had to buy it. Okay. It's a resolution. Mm-hmm. It's about improving myself. Um, How's that improving yourself? It is. I, I set Sparkle. Like the one year I set, one of my goals was use a coupon. 
Oh, yeah. I forgot about I did, that. And I did. I used a coupon. I used a coupon yesterday. I used it like in December, like 15th. Um, so buy Best of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Watch the prequel trilogy. Of what, Star Wars? Star, Star Wars, okay. yeah. Rewatch that. Mm-hmm. Maybe start doing some more weight stuff. I want to read more. I always want to read more. I read my... I think I had ten... Anywhere between seven and ten books I read last yeah. year. And I don't need to be, but like... Because I, I know we'll share books sometimes. I'll read Mark's book, so I don't have like a total yeah. count because I forget. So I'm going to have to start writing them I down. Path a lot. See, I, I've been doing that for like 11 years now. My mom's been doing that since high school. Yeah, I remember you saying. Yeah. At one point I was like, maybe I'll go on a date this year. <laughs> but then someone told me some horror story about some date she was on. And I was like... You're not marrying uh, the person. You're going on no. a date. Anyway, but mainly, I'm going to eat something new. Mmm, that's cool. Like healthy new? Or are you going to be like, I'm going to eat butter? No, I've eaten butter. Uh, butter with mayonnaise. Ugh, I don't like mayonnaise. <laughs> is gross. Yeah. Mayonnaise is fucking disgusting. I'm, I won't even make it in uh, Stardew Valley. <laughs> I'm trying to cut back on the greens, too, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, this is becoming like a, a health podcast. I, I did mean, read uh, my first book of the year. Yeah? I read... Uh, While you're looking that up, another rev- revolu- resolution? Yes. I'm going to get a coffee enema. I hear that's the new thing. That, that is a new thing. I, um, I'm going to boof. <laughs> I'm going to boof coffee. Unconventional Medicine ah. by Chris Kressler. Chris Kresser. Mm-hmm. It's all about just uh, medical industry and just how awful doctors are nowadays and how like one in... Three Americans has chronic disease and what we should be doing more like holistic doctor type yeah. stuff. It's very good. It's a good read. Why are doctors read. horrible now? Just because they're basically employees by of insurance companies. Yeah, and, pretty yeah. much. And like you, you only see them for twelve minutes. Like my mom's been going through a lot of stuff where she's on prednisone now, which is a painkiller. Mm-hmm. They had no idea what she, was wrong with her. And then, they, but she's at very high calcium levels. Yeah. And they were like, we got to keep an eye on that. Well, one of the, so they found, she got a bunch of stuff done with the endocrinologist, like, she, and she, and she goes all the time. Yeah. And she just was not feeling good. I mean, she's almost 70, but she just felt real achy and like she was hurting. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she got all this test done and all of a sudden the, and she got an ultrasound done and she has some tumors on her parathyroid. Oh. And apparently like there will be a lot of high calcium numbers. Like why didn't anyone check this? Yeah, that's weird. And she, she said that this was checked 2008. So it's been freaking 10 yeah. years. Like, but what do you get out of a 12 minute appointment? Maybe you know what much. I mean? Yeah. So that's what the book's about. I, yeah. I could have talked three hours yeah. about turning into a Joe Rogan yeah. podcast. And then we're going <laughs> to do some bulletproof caveman coffee. <laughs> smoke drank, some weed. Yeah. I never drank the, the caveman coffee. A couple years ago, I think I said, it wasn't even so much that it was caveman coffee, coffee but there's this idea that coffee and butter, which yeah, is part I of what the it. coffee is, um, I couldn't get past, so I tried it a couple years ago. It was fine. It just, I don't care. I, it was very smooth. I could not get past the fact that I had put butter in my coffee and ended up dumping it out. Really? But it's really, it's like a very smooth. Yeah, it does make it smoother, but I don't drink it. I drink my coffee black. Like, yeah. I stopped drinking because sugar is very bad. Yeah. That well, damn you, sugar industry paying off scientists. Yeah. Well, when we kill this weed industry, that's all we're going to have left is sugar. Sugar's real bad. Yeah, it's all bad. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sugar. Sugar. What you got, sugar? Do you listen <laughs> to some... Say, do you really listen quick. Any, any good, oh, yeah. You, did you want to talk about something real quick? You said? No, we're going to talk about oh, that after. that's the end. Okay. Yeah. I'm like invading your... Person. So we'll go really quick. 
Charlie Bliss yes. has some sugary lyrics. Yes, she does. So I'm going to do a really quick uh, review of this. Charlie Bliss is the band Guppy. The album it Guppy. Is the album. Yes. Yeah, Guppy, not... Although I think Charlie Bliss and the Guppies would be a really cool band yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. And I really can see a lot. This came out April this year, last year. Mm-hmm. It was on my radar for a while. I kept forgetting about it. I finally listened to it a couple weeks ago. And I really dig it. I put grungy dream pop. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, grungy dream pop, 90s revival. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I jokingly said Girl Weezer. I don't think that's a, not 100% true, but it's, it's something yeah. nice and snarky to say. Yeah, yeah. And that is all I'm going to say about that. Love them. I think I would love to see Charlie Bliss on tour. Did you watch the videos? No, not for Charlie If you go Bush. on her uh, website, she has a bunch of videos up that are pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that opening song, that Percolator song. Oh, yeah. And then it kind of, I'm hit or miss with songs. I, I was hoping it'd be kind of like harder. Like that, per, not that that Percolator is hard. Um, yeah. I like that Ruby song. I listened to other songs and I realized they weren't on the same album. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've done that before. But it was good. I liked it. I wish I remembered the singer's name, Sarah um, Alexa Harrison or something like that? Yeah. So she has a very unique, affected voice. Eva Hendrix or something like that? She has very high, almost girly voice. It almost could be annoying, but it doesn't get annoying. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it does make perfect sense. She has a voice like a guppy. Yes. Oh, another resolution. I'm going to try to enunciate more when I speak into a microphone. Enunciate. Because I realize I do a lot of verbal salad. (coughs) And that is a very brief review of Guppy. Uh, Loved it a lot. It worked mainly because we were talking about sugar and I could slide in. Sugary sweet vocals. Ooh, that's good. Sugary sweet vocals. (laughs) Sugary sweet vocals. Put down the tubby, the taffy tub. I can't. It's from something else. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead before we do real reviews. Um, Sect. No Cure for Death off the Southern Lord. Came out in November last year. I like a lot of Southern Lord bands. My only problem is they never have download codes. Uh, so so yeah. I have to like I uh, have to either buy it or somehow send it to you if yeah. I were put on a. Uh... So Sect is a metallic hardcore, almost a little grind at times. Uh, yeah. Second album, they actually are almost a quote unquote super group. Uh, the drummer is a guy from Fallout Boy. Oh, all right. Weirdly enough, and uh, Chris Callahan is the singer, and he's from a bunch of like hardcore bands, mm-hmm. Cursed, Race Trader. <coughs> There's other, other, also people from Catharsis and Earth Crisis in it. So it's got a bunch of people in it. And they're straight edge and vegan. Mm. And it's produced by Kurt Baloo that is uh, in Converge. Ah. So it starts with Open Grave, which is just hits you over the head, fast, blistering, screaming in your face. And all the songs are really, really quick. I think it's 17 minutes all, all together. Day for Night, they have a video. It's very heavy barrage of sound. My, one of my favorite songs on there is Crocodile Prayer. Fast, hard, grindy guitars, and then it kind of slows down to just kind of heavy, sludgy guitars a little bit. And it's, uh, I guess, the, the, the record comes with, um, obviously, lyrics, but they were so small I could barely read them. Oh, so I was doing some of them on Bandcamp would come up, and what I recognize from that, it's more like hating, not hating, but just calling out the far right with the religious and stuff like, Yeah, I can't think of it, contradictory. Mm. But yeah, it was pretty good. Reality Wakes, uh, slower, heavier riffs, has a groove to it, sludgy and grindy. Uh, the one thing I like about his vocals, they're not like, bah, bah, bah. they're like, you can actually make out what he's saying. Yeah, they're not is... totally screamed. 
uh, least resistance, uh, fast wall of drums and just raging guitar. Almost has an industrial grind feel to it, along with being hardcore. And probably my second favorite song is Avoidance Ritual. Slower, sludgy feel, very angry and guitar heavy. And has uh, what I've read, I think I only saw lyrics for three of the songs. It was like intelligent lyrics. I love, as I said, I love the vocals. I uh, love the guitars. It's very musically tight. It's uh, a solid release. If you listen to it once, you're kind of like, meh, don't really think much of it. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. I think I texted you, I really like working out to it because it's just yeah. so angry. Um, yeah, it's angry, it's smart. It also reminds me, if, if you remember me talking about the band Whores, it reminds me if Whores was a hardcore band. Yeah. Or like more metal or whatever. So yeah, Sect, No Cure for Death. Uh, I dig it. I like it. It's not for everybody. I, I liked it. It was not my favorite thing. But you had some very strong choices this time, I think. Yeah, yeah. Me, so. But it was something I wanted to talk about. But it was fun. I, I really, I, yeah, liked, I it. liked it. Um, as I said, I, I didn't think you that, that would be the standout for you to listen yeah, to. It's not, but, um, yeah, yeah. I do like things with a lot of energy. Next up, the Carvels NYC. Yes. This is a EP they put out. Everything you love is a travesty. Yes. And this came out December 14th of this year. Well, last year. Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> so anyway, how to describe the Carvels, NYC? I, I wrote a couple notes. 60s pop doo-wop revival. Think your favorite, like, 60s girl group. The Shangri-Las were the ones that yeah. came to mind for me. And rock them out a little bit more. To pick a few more recent examples, mm-hmm. the Muffs. Yes. Or very much Mary Timoney's post-helium stuff. Well, I think on Bandcamp it's even listed the muffs where it got me so interested. I'm like, was someone in the muffs that is in this band? Because it, it's kind of similar at times. Yeah, very similar. No, like Mary Timoney's X-Hex stuff. Yes. It's also very reminiscent, but it's different. So this is very a very rocky... I have Fonda's slash yes. Blondie. That would be good. Yeah, the Fondies. <laughs> Fonda Bondies. You'll have combined Bondies, yes. And uh, yeah, I don't know much. It's something that's tough for me is I find the saxophone to be such an odious instrument Mm -hmm. that I feel like the burden of proof is on you as a band (laughs) to impress me then. And it mostly succeeded. I don't know. I just find the saxophone, especially like, you know what it is? I just realized now. So like a baritone sax playing in a rock band. Reminds me of the fucking E Street Band. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't like the E Street Band. But yeah, very uh, sha-na-na. Yeah, it's very like, be, you know, 60s garage style punk, y- kind yeah. of Ramon-esque. And I would say even thematically, it's, fun, it's like very it. 60s where, you know, some guy did you wrong. And that's about it. My favorite song was actually the title track, Everything You Love is a Travesty. It's a good song. It's one of those bands that the way the songs are written... Mm-hmm. Within four bars, the title of the song will appear as a lyric in the song. Yeah. So like, everything you love is a travesty. Yeah. And I that, liked um, You Make Me Wanna... I can't read my writing. Anyway. Here. Anyway, <laughs> stall one second. I'm going to get my... Uh, I'm not taking a shit. Do, 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 do. I don't know how you... You make do. me want to be alone. Yeah, I Let's like... Let's do that again. I like the song, You Make Me Want to Be Alone. It's awesome. I like the song, I Don't Know How You Do What You Do. But I like Titles the, are a little too long. Everything You Love is a Travesty. It's a good song. Yeah, it's a good like song. It. I thought it was fun. It, I, I don't think I'd buy it, but I it's... didn't like it as much upon repeated listenings. 
like early December. Mm-hmm. I was looking for stuff to listen to. I had actually seen that um, another band we could kind of compare it to. The Dolly Rots had an album come out in 2017. Yeah, I think I heard a song off. So I was going to review the Dolly Rots, who I love. Mm-hmm. Then I saw this band was had it, something coming out in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll listen to the single. And I was like, I'll just wait and do this. Uh, one last thing, the cover of the album. I like the cover. That's, I like the so artworks. It's stylized like Roy Lichtenstein, mm-hmm. who I'm a big fan of his pop art. Yeah. And that's sort of what actually caught my attention originally. I liked it, did not love it. It's um, almost one of those bands that all the art and they like look cool. So yeah, they're too like... And, but it not, it's not, I'm not saying it's bad yeah. whatsoever. It's just you kind of want more from it. So anyway, that, that was the Carvel's NYC. I guess I'll do Death of Lovers next because ah. it was on my top ten. Mm. Death of Lovers, The Acrobat, which was out in November last year on Days Records, D-E-I-S. And they are from Philly. And Death of Lovers is three quarters of nothing. The band Nothing. I love this record. I thought it was great. I liked it a lot, too. Uh, opening song, Orphans of the Smog, is a very synth drum machine, wandering guitar, has feel like a feel straight from the 80s, Depeche Mode, Joy Division. Obviously, they're doing kind of new wave synth pop but i think they do a great job of it where if you played me that in the 80s i would not yeah you know yeah like they, they don't very um who they remind romeo void oh yeah i didn't even think yeah. of that yeah i i really like um ursula and b major is one of my favorite songs yeah i like that. uh synth pop classic rad guitar riffs perfect drum machine and is synthly divine i didn't mean to spit on you Ugh. synthly divine i thought that was pretty clever yeah could you tell i was drinking when i did it yeah <laughs> And I think the vocals actually perfectly match the the that song, and it I love it. Catchy A F M F. What are you trying to be hip? Yes, I am. Quaid de Arce. I don't even know how you pronounce that. It has I like that song. It's probably my second favorite song. Kind of has this. Anina, how do you say his name? The dude that does the Italian um, soundtracks, Maroni. And how do you say? Uh, Enzio Maroni. No, it's not Enzio Maroni. Like the guy did like the. Clint Eastwood movies and stuff. Oh, um... <laughs> but Maroney is his last name. I thought it was en- Enyo, Maroney or whatever. We'll, we'll post... We'll put that shit in post. <laughs> it's almost like he collaborated with The Cure. Because you know, uh. it has... That's like a strong, like... Ball. It has like this western feel, but it yeah. works. And it's fun, catchy. It's a little dark. I don't want to talk about this too much because I've talked about it in the past. But I think it's beautiful. Synth-pop shoegazing album. Like, it can put all these labels on it. I enjoyed pretty much every song. Yeah, it doesn't try to like recapture the 80s. It kind of just comes out like the 80s. Like, it. And speaking of sax solos, did you hear the sax solo in one of the songs? Yes, I did. It worked. It, like, it, it, did, it did not bother See, me. See, that's the problem is sax works until it doesn't work. And yeah. then when it doesn't work, it really doesn't work. It's like very relaxed. At times, I'll just get... It's I'm so chilled out by it. I just my mind wanders. I'll, be, I'll have mm-hmm. to come back to it, especially that one song. The sax. I think the sax is in the the song. The absolute one of the last songs on the album. But I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I really liked it. Mm. Death of lovers. Death of lovers. What a very that's a very fucking eighties goth name. Yes. I'm gonna listen to Death of Lovers and smoke these clove cigarettes. Listen to my Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. I didn't even think of Romeo Void. That's uh, that's a good one too yeah. to compare it to. And they use fucking saxophone. Yeah. Well, they only use it. The Death of Lovers only use it in the one. Yeah. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you, if that sounds interesting, check it, it out. So, yeah. Check it out. Philly Zone, Kurt Vile. Yes. Recently, a couple months ago, 
collaborated on an album mm -hmm. with Australia's own Kurt Vile, who of course would be Courtney Barnett. Yes. And they came out with a lot of sea lice mm -hmm. off of Milk Records slash Matador Records. Mm -hmm. And it's really good. I really liked opinion. it. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it is the perfect Smoky album. Jay. I don't know about smoking. Even, yeah. But just like... <laughs> Be like have it on while you're doing shit in your apartment, yeah, and no real expectation. And it's sort of interesting to see how their styles match. Have you ever seen Kurt Vile perform? No, I have not. Well, he's great, he is so it's like a very relaxed performance. The overall feel of the album was like so it was someone else just playing and they both were just improvising lyrics. It almost seemed that way at times. And it almost did seem that way at times. Like and they I'm were sure just like passing stuff off, like bouncing stuff off yeah. each other a little bit. Yeah, a lot of that. They have a real like, a Jack and Meg vibe going. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if Jack were an actual folk singer and, and Meg were remotely competent in anything. <laughs> I kid. I, like I kid. Maybe a, a Jack and Holly Go Lightly. You know, yeah. They only did like two minutes of that one song. <laughs> Four of the songs were either covers... Or remakes. Oh, I didn't know that. So, um, Out of the Woodwork okay. was a remake of a Courtney Barnett song, Peeping Tom. Okay, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah that's a Kurt Vile song that Courtney Barnett redid. Oh, okay. Then uh, the two covers would be Untogether, which is one of my favorite songs on mm -hmm. the album. That's a cover. That's, that was a belly song. Really? Yeah, apparently. And then finally, Fear is Like a Forest. I like I like that song a lot. So that's who's, a... Who's originally? Oh, shit, I can't. Jessica Coulter. Editor's note. Jen Cloher. Here's here's why it's sort of cheating, because that would be Courtney Barnett's wife. Really? Yeah. That song, I thought, had a riff that reminded me a lot of Last Dance of Mary Jane. Like, it was very Tom Petty-ish. Yeah. Me, which, and it's a great song. I, I really liked it. So, yeah, I really liked it. Very relaxed lyrics. Very, like, just going with the flow for the most part. Like, like folk... With twinges of country here and there. Yeah. My favorite songs were uh, Continental Breakfast, mm -hmm. which has like a really sweet video because it's basically just, it seems to be home videos of know. each of them at home. So it's like That's cool. Kurt and his kids and his wife and then Courtney and her wife and maybe their kid. I don't, I don't know much about her. Then, uh, so like that went out of the woodwork, which has sort of the country twang and a lumbering bass and a blue cheese. Yeah, I have blue cheese. Which is... Such a fucking nonsense. Oh, song. I know. You're like, what? There's a song like, there's Regina. She supplies the Reeferina. Yeah. <laughs> um, song about blue cheese and. But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was. So I did. Like so it. yeah, it was a fun little album. Like, is it relaxed? I do like that. You know, sometimes that folky shit. Yeah. Can wear on your nerves after you know 45 minutes. Uh, not so much. But here. it worked. Yeah. Well, a lot of the songs. I think the longest song was like six minutes, and I still like before yeah. I knew it was. Mm -hmm. Already over. I'm XMU used to play. Well, would play. Was it every over everything? That was like the song they play off that all the yeah. time. It's a good song. So trying to figure out why a lot of sea lice. The sea lice are like these parasites that attack salmon and shit. So I'm trying to the origin of the album, but other than maybe that, she has sea lice down below. Ooh, that'd be hard. Called crabs. No, I don't think so. I don't think maybe it's a little too meta. Uh, I don't know. I think so. I think I'm right. I don't think so. I think that that's a, a very heterosis normative thing to do. I didn't even know Courtney Barnett was gay. I didn't know until um, I saw that her her wife had written a song. So apparently she's 
also a folk singer. Like, like basically uh, well, the same, yeah. she an Aussie as well? She's an Aussie. Courtney Barnett actually plays guitar in her band. Oh, okay. I wish I could remember her name again. I'll look it up. Again, Jen Cloher. Yeah, I have Courtney Barnett's one of her, her album out a couple years ago I really liked. Yeah, oh, that I almost reviewed that actually yeah. when it came out. It's good stuff. I would say if I have one slight criticism is I do feel like it's... She doesn't shine through as much as Kurt Vile does. No, I agree with you there. But it might be just because he's a more adept guitar player or maybe just his style is more... I don't know. I, I but that's the one thing, and that was such a minor thing, so I really like the song. It probably would have made my top ten. Yeah. But I did I did not want to put a thing in a top ten that I hadn't reviewed yet. So makes sense. Like I did. Yeah, well whatever. <laughs> I kinda I talked I talked about it a couple different yeah. times. So that would be a lot of sea lice. Uh next one for me is an EP off React Records. Spiritual Cramp. Mass hysteria out of San Francisco. A few people out of the band are from the other band, Creative Adult. Um they actually get their name from the Christian death song, Spiritual Cramp, uh, I guess. Huh, That's what right. I read. Uh, and they're an 80s slash punk slash goth punk feel, like a 77 style punk lo-fi. It's hard to put your finger on Spiritual Cramp. I think they're excellent. Uh, uh, this is my favorite, yeah. All My Friends Are Out Tonight, so the opening song, as I said, has like a 77 lo-fi punk sound to it. Dark wave. He almost has like Elvis Costello slash Robert Smith vocals kind of mm-hmm. that I every time I listen to it I hear something different in it but it starts off you're like okay none of the songs like ever you think it's going one way and it goes a different way and not yeah. like not like a, a, a total metal song next or anything like that but it's definitely they different. really change up the formula and then Tenderloin is next which is probably my favorite song on the album and that has a a clash kind of London calling feel to it yeah I, I really like it it's fun uh, I think that's where in San Francisco the gay guys go to cruise, the Tenderloin. Probably. Well, there's a Rancid song called Tenderloin. Wrecking Machine. Fun. I, I thought you would like Wrecking Machine. Yeah. Fun, catchy, glam punk feel to it. Very catchy guitar riffs and fun lyrics. I like it. I think it's really good. Um, and then the last song, Ice Age Isn't Fucking Coming. And I think that's like the angriest song off of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Violence I Keeps Me Up at Night. Like he's just like... Ah! Yeah. Um, he's like shouting the lyrics. It's very different. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I can't wait for their full length. To describe it, I would almost say in the vein of like Bauhaus, Joy Division, class, <coughs> Clash, yet just different enough where you can't put your finger on it. Yeah. I would just say Dark Wave Punk. A Dark Wave And band. definitely worth, worth a listen if you're into that type of stuff. They almost slightly remind me of Piss Jeans if Piss Jeans wasn't as weird as they are. Yeah. And not as like... <laughs> That, that's what. So well, yeah, I'm gonna see them in February. Oh, nice. They're playing with American Nightmare and Piss Jeans. Ah. So it'll be interesting to see them, see hmm. how they are live. So that is Spiritual Cramp. Oh, fantastic! I yeah, like it. yeah, loved it. So I watched a rockumentary mm-hmm. over the break. Um, it's older. It's a couple years old. Uh, Beware, Mr. Baker, which is about cream drummer and overall super asshole Ginger Baker. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to spoil too much. Basically, I'll give you the clip. It's on Netflix, I remember. Yeah, now, that's what I saw. Ginger Baker was gotten to jazz. People would say him most of all. He is sort of the the archetype of the rock drummer, and like knew all those guys. Like like played a band with Mick Jagger before he was Mick Jagger, and basically all these drummers are like, yeah, we, we saw him play and we wanted to be him, and 
But he's an asshole. That's the thing. So Ginger and Jack Bruce used to fight, apparently to the point where Eric Clapton would start crying in between sets. And no one wanted to play with him. At one point, he was, like, taking out ads in the paper. Really? Yeah, and he's just, like, a How weird... long is it? It's, like, an hour and a half, maybe. It's pretty short. You can burn through it. And it's, like I said, I don't want to spoil too much, but he's basically... He's, like, an old asshole. He had received, at one point, $5 million mm-hmm. when Creamy United blew through all that money on polo ponies. Really? Yeah. That sort of thing is, when he was in Africa, he got into playing polo. That's so weird. And it'll be like, yeah, you know, he spent money bringing horses over from this country and having a Shelby brought over to Jamaica when he lived in Jamaica. And he's just a bitter, bitter man. It's great. (laughs) He hits the documentarian in the face with, like, his cane at one point. Really? Yeah. Like, so it's weird. It's it's fascinating. Now I'm going to spoil something else for you. Now this may shock you. Yeah. Is it rock guy? Yeah. Believe it or not, heroin addict. No way. No way. Actually, it didn't seem to... I don't know if that had any effect on his... Uh, his assholeness. His assholeness. It didn't seem to impede his career. So he's like, yeah, like a really good drummer, really influential drummer. Also in, I want to say Bad Religion, but I don't think that's correct. And I don't think it's correct either. It's another bad band with religion in Or Bad Company? Bad Company and Bad Religion are very different. So he was in both of those. Probably Bad Company. Bad Company, I and would guess. then he got religion, and he was in Bad Religion. He played with Fela Kuti for a while. Okay. Um, anyway, that's it. So that's worth watching. That's like so without spoiling it, but you have to check it out. I, I've been in. I was watching. I told you that the five came back on Netflix, which is about uh, World War Two propaganda, where five like big name directors. Oh, I did watch that. Actually, yeah, they while gave ago. up their um, pretty much. They just uh, enlisted, and it was interesting. I thought it was very interesting because how like. All of them kind of made their best movies after coming back from service. Uh, I forget the guy who did uh, Wonderful Life, Frank Capra. Frank Capra. Yeah, I, well, didn't know, I didn't even know about that. Well, I knew, so I watched that in part because, you know, Karina Longworth talking about directors. But I didn't, so Frank, I have a book called Dr. Seuss Goes to the War. Uh-huh. And it's all about how Dr. Seuss, Theodore Geisel. Yeah. Did like war propaganda, yeah, he did and they talk a lot about really Frank Capra in that book. Yeah, he did a lot, and then it was um, John Ford. So, um, John Ford, John Houston. John Hughes. John Ford. I don't know if you remember if you watched it how he like saw the concentration. Oh no, he went to D Day. Yeah, he saw a lot of the stuff on D Day, and he like lost his mind. He just like mm. stopped doing stuff and just went to the bar and drank himself yeah. silly for three days, where they were like, "You're gone. You got to go home." Yeah, like he was just. Done. Done. Well, I like that Frank Camper, I think it was. They said they went and saw Triumph of the Well. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to lose this war. Yeah. So that was, yeah, I did watch that. That's a really good Another war, thing right? that was interesting was um, John Houston. He made a, a, like, documentary about, like, um, post-traumatic stress syndrome. And they wouldn't, the, the whatever, I don't know if he was Navy or the Army, but they confiscated it and would not put it out until, like, years, year, like, 1990. Like, yeah. years, years later. And it was... Like, I saw parts of it from the documentary, and it was really good. And why they didn't put it out, it would have Cause they didn't been want people so to helpful. Think, like, yeah, well, that's why, like, our men aren't messed up. They don't have the shell shock. Yeah, it, it was interesting. It's funny. So I watched that documentary, and you know how Netflix recommends shit for you? Yeah. It recommended how to operate behind enemy lines, Okay. which was a training film John Ford did. Hmm. for spies in Nazi Germany. Oh, really? Now, the problem is it's such poor quality. 
it wasn't like preserved very well. It's hard to watch. Yeah. But I keep wanting like one of these days. I just have to sit down and watch it. Um, the like the third it was it, it was three uh, three parts. They were all about an hour, and yeah. the third part was like how they stumbled upon the concentration camps and just how they were like so so bad. Yeah. Like it was pretty crazy. Just to and like they decided like we're just gonna document this. Yeah. Because, and I guess that was helpful for the Nuremberg trials because mm-hmm. they actually had it on film and stuff and. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it's good stuff if you're into nerdy military history like me. But uh, I like movie history. Yeah, I got to start catching up on stuff. I only have like a week next week, and I got to go back to school. So do I. Yeah, so I wanted to catch up on Punisher, Stranger Things. I know you don't care, but I want to watch boring things. things. Did you? Oh, X Files. I wish you would have watched X Files because I could talk so much. No, I gotta. I gotta find. It has to get burned or something for me. Yeah. I mean, you could probably find it somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. But you watched last season. Yeah. I, I still want to talk to someone about well, it. Well, I have to watch it, so don't. We can't well, know. like, Jess texts me, and she's like, Scully is an idiot. And I'm like, what? I'm like, don't tell me anything. <laughs> so um, I texted her, like, around 10, 1030 that night. I'm like, did you watch it? It was, like, being 1990. Yeah. Uh, 1999 uh. again. So I'm like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Blah, blah, blah. And we're going back and forth. And uh, I... I I have some questions. I want to ask you one thing. I'm not, I'll do it off air because I don't know who yeah. has watched X Files or not. And I'll try to watch it. It's good. Yeah, I like last season. Even I think we talked to the Tim Armstrong. <laughs> I'm the trash man. Yeah. Oh, speaking of you know Tim Armstrong adjacent. Distillers yeah. supposedly doing a new album this year. Yeah, I'm happy about that. I'm excited about that. Jack White coming out with new albums. Jack White, Breeders. Oh, really? Yeah. Did it, you watch that thing I showed of, or I shared off of JD? Carico. The Nirvana. Yeah. I, thought, I keep forgetting to watch. A lot of people were, this is off. I thought it was just very interesting to yeah. see. It's like a total pop song, but it kind of works in a weird way yeah. as well. I mean, I like it. Does, uh, what's his name? Pickle, the magical sprite, <laughs> get involved? And Butch Vig comes out. And Butch Vig and... <laughs> Hey, what I'm Pickle at, the Magical Sprite was from a graphic novel about Kurt Cobain. I forget who wrote it. I, and I don't know if his name is Pickle, by the way. It was like, some magical fairy that... It's this really horrible, yeah, like graphic novel. And it's like young Kurt Cobain has basically an impish, imag- impish imaginary friend. And his name's like, like Boggle Fart. It was Boggle. I think it's Boggle. Oh, Boggle. He's like, Boggle. And when was that out? It had to be like early 2000s. Yeah, we were still working this We store. have it. I think we, I bought it or yeah. something. Because we were like, what's the I just remember the line. Yeah. They, he made us sound like a pop band. The most angry pop band ever. Years later, someone, I think Kennedy, would point out in, in an interview, as anti-corporate as Nirvana pretended to be, they never said no to a single fucking thing MTV <laughs> asked them to do. That is very true. Yeah. Culture abuse. They were one of. My, I think they were my number one album two years ago. They're coming yeah. out with a new album um, off of Epitaph. I heard the song that they had out as a single. I can't really remember much about it, but I I, I really like that mm-hmm. band. I hope they keep it up. There's a lot of good things. A lot of people are coming out in January. Um, Ty Seagal's new album actually comes out in January. Oh, uh, did he sing his, his single out? Something about a lady. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but it's good. I listen uh, yeah, to it's it. good. I, I listened to it today. So, so. I mean, it'll probably actually be in the next time we record. Because Victor is like, every time a song calls, who is this? I'm like, Ty Seagal. What's his first name? Ty. What's his last name? Seagal. What's the song's name? Uh, whatever lady. What's his first name? Ty. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's Who's a, saying in Taisegal? He just doesn't care. <laughs> anyway. So that concludes our rock business. Yeah, yeah. So I do want to talk something else. It's sort of been building. Okay. Two podcasts ago, we talked about furries. Yes. Last podcast, we talked about Star Wars. Yes. You see where this is going. No. A couple weeks ago, I had posted LARPing. on my, Just wait for it. I said when I start this... Indicate when you know exactly where I'm going with this. Okay. Like two weeks ago, I posted a question on my Facebook. Where did Prince see that you know? So my question was, how the fuck did Princess Leia, how did the Ewoks have a Princess Leia dress? Yeah. And Jamie said, I said how Princess Leia was air quotes, making her way through the male Ewok population the women had nothing better to do, so they just made Princess Leia a dress. Or maybe they killed the last one, and they just had one <laughs> laying around. They just killed her but with But Leia her. totally, totally did it with Wicket. They, 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 and then she, like, you watch that scene when she comes out of the, wherever the Ewok hut she comes yeah. out of, and she's like, ah, ah. She's all fucking gacked out on. On Ewok I mean, in real life, her. she was gacked out on, like, space drugs. But, um, what did this prompt you to start looking up on Google? <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> now I totally know. Yeah, where all right. So, and everyone liked my post. So, I, I was looking for a picture of Leia with the Ewoks. I know there's like some sexy pictures of Leia with the Ewoks. Yeah. So I wasn't getting what I wanted, and I forget exactly what. I, how did I word it? Something like sexy, sexy Ewoks, Ewok picture. sexy yeah. Ewok pictures. Just thinking Leia, and there'd be something weird in there. So I put I missed, and then what? It, what came up? was the most ridiculous shit. It was like all these like cosplay chicks all dressed as sexy Ewoks and it was just so disturbing. Well, it's like costuming for an 80s porno. Yeah, it was awful. So So I posted about it. People were like, accidentally. I mean, that's a weird thing to look up. Did you see what Brad Benson put? No. Oh, he put this picture of, of Admiral Akbar. Like, dressed all sexy. Like, oh, it was so disturbing. <laughs> but, I'll um, to show you. It's awful. I was, like, disturbed. I was totally disturbed. But, yeah, so I ended up looking, going on, like, a... Did you like go a, further down the rabbit hole yeah, and well, now you're on a list? About the same. Yeah, I didn't want to go too far. I don't know where that eventually leads. <laughs> but, yeah, sexy Ewoks. It's, uh, and like I said, literally, like... People, it, like, blew up on my page. People yeah, were like, how did you accidentally do that? And then I, like, how to explain to weird. people... So yeah, like like eighties, like we're the Ewoks. We're gonna use our sex powers. <laughs> yeah, made the mistake in googling sexy Ewok images. Stupid furries. <laughs> Twenty comments later. <laughs> Let me show you the. Uh, did you like uh, my keep calm and yub nub? Yeah, yeah, I did. It... Uh, here's the um, Admiral Akbar picture. <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> Imagine Admiral Akbar dressed in like a, a sexy corset. With almost like a tiara on. Yeah, it doesn't it's work. It's really hot. Maybe. Which I don't think Admiral Akbar really got the death he deserved. I was about to say, that's death. one thing people were complaining yeah, about was how... kind of had a shitty death. He kind of died off s- s- screen. Also, he was the Admiral of the Imperial... Or not the Imperial. He is the Ab- He was the head of the yeah, Alliance but, or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was. Uh, my sister saw Star Wars yesterday. Yeah, what'd you think? She liked it. And then she was like... I really didn't like the part where Princess Leia comes back into the ship. What did I say? Magical zombie. Yeah, and then I showed her the, the uh, title of our last podcast. I'm yeah. like, it was awful. But uh, she liked it. 
But yeah, she definitely had some problems mm. with it too, but she was fine. I don't think the Ewoks would have had sex with Princess Oh, they Leia, totally though. did. It's like, would you have sex with a... She didn't care. Orangutan? Look, like, you see that, like, when she first, like, comes across Wicket, they're, like, kind of, she's, he's playing, like, kind of hard to get, and she's all like, here, have some food. And then she's yeah. like, hmm, I need a big furry Ewok wing-wang. And then, uh, you know, Sahan's not around. And they treat me like a queen. Yeah. yeah. All the Ewoks. I don't know. It was like a gangbang of Ewoks. What do you think they were going to do with the poor C-3PO then? Oh, uh, I don't know. Death by Unga Bunga? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hate C-3PO. They're probably going to kill him. He was their god. Yeah, they're, that was their problem. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that they had sex with Princess Leia. I do. She totally... Watch her come out of that Ewok hut again and look at the face, her look, look on her face. She's probably like fucking just booted up in real life. Well, well probably. Well, unfortunately, I can only watch the prequel movies this year. Mm. I guess I'll have to wait till 2019. Uh, I think you'll watch it them. It's on, it's on all the time now. Well, I don't have TBS. Any, I don't have a TV... Um, I'm also waiting for them to eventually give up and put out the original editions. They're again. supposed to. You know who has a copy of the originals? Jenks, actually. I think I have... He has, like, he's friends with a dude that went back and erased all of it. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. He I, did all the artwork for it. I either have... I had VHS. The last time they put out VHSs... I remember that, yeah. It's like um, early 2000s. Like 2000, yeah. it might have came out right before the prequels or something. That's neither here nor there. Because wasn't... Uh, didn't they play the original... Th- or the, like... Four, five, and six back in the theaters again. Did they already start making changes then? Like right before yes. Phantom Menace. And by the way, everyone was going balls wild excited. I remember, yeah. you know, You know, contrary to how it is now, and I kind of agree. There was a story. No, people love the prequels too. I mean, uh, we, well, yeah. we saw Everyone them all together. The pre- they made a million dollars. I didn't well, like the first one as much. Really? I, I, it's probably the one I've watched the least. I really like the second one. I haven't went back and mm-hmm. watched it in a long while. Probably the one I've seen the most of was the last one. The second one, I think, is the one everyone super hates Attack of the for Clones. some reason. Yeah, and it's not. I remember like liking it. I know. I like. Yeah, I remember liking it a lot. I mean, it's whatever. They're, and the again, third one, parts of it, I like. Other parts, I don't like uh, the whole no. No, I don't like that either. It's really bad. I like that the raver aliens in the second one talk to like Obi Wan like he's a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. You know, it would to... be great if Star Wars ends with a kid with a snow globe. <laughs> no. It just ends up. In a hospital. Even worse. So, kid in a snow globe, or just Riker comes out of the hollow deck. Oh, I'd be so mad. Like, what an odd. Riker sits like his asshole self, how he can't sit in the normal way. Do you ever see that? He's got to sit in a chair, like he's got to sit weird. Look it up. Maybe it's hemorrhoids. Yeah, maybe. There's no way he was with. Uh, what's her face? Deanna Troy? Yeah, Deanna Troy. Why, why do you say that? Because, she, I don't know, she likes to bang light beams. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's a, a flashlight. Hey, in the, the permissive Beta Z culture. Uh, I love Deanna Troy. Uh, I want to go back and watch. So, I was going to watch all the Next Generation episodes. It, it, those first three seasons? Well, just saying, boo. looking at just the title, I was like, no, don't want to watch this Hard. one. Hard. This one. I might go back and watch this, like, Sort of the greatest hit of Deanna Troy yeah. sex episodes. <laughs> now I, I did that and the first like three seasons were pretty pretty tough to get through and then it then it starts like gaining steam. It's because where uh what's his name? Battlestar Galactica guy took over. Yeah, yeah, Ronald Ronald Moore or yeah. Anyway Anyway, we're worried about at fifty minutes. Well yeah. we're gonna cut it down a little bit. Yeah, so it'd be six minutes when we cut out all the Ewok sex. Do you want to read my diary? <laughs> Do you read my diary? Are those out somewhere? 
They gotta be, right? We have them on DVD somewhere. Mm. Read my diary. <laughs> so good. You know what else is good? Trash South Finding us on, Yeah. And, and Facebook. And Facebook. Yeah. And uh, we will be back with you in a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, Lou's going on uh, a big old... Yeah, I'm going to see it, so I'm going to... See Kurt Cobain's house. I probably won't see his house. I'm going to Seattle. So hopefully this will be up in a few days. I'm going to rush through this one. Yeah, we'll probably have another one out sometime end of January. Let's we'll record one, yeah, before. Yeah. So. At least it'll be recorded, yeah. And then, you know, maybe start. we'll try to squeeze out a topic. Yeah, like yeah. I say I want to do more topics. Definitely, get definitely. To I'm going to get Jenks back on it. I forgot to ask Jenks with best album of the year, and it just got to be too late. And... Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, have a good. Later. This is so creepy. Mima, Mima <laughs> wants to give you hockey and stop it and stabbies. <laughs> <laughs>